Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. It offers flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business. You can also earn up to $395 in annual statement credits on eligible purchases at select business merchants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. Welcome to the Jill on Money Coronavirus Market Update. It is Friday, June 19th, and it's Friday, so I want to jump right into it. I want to get to your questions. Remember, if you've got a financial question, email us, askjill at jillonmoney.com, askjill at jillonmoney.com. Okay, Brian writes, first off, you have a nice, concise, info-packed podcast, which is helpful to my college daughters, three, who are new to learning about personal finance. Ooh, thank you. Okay. One thing I heard on your podcast and on just about everyone else's is doing a Roth conversion to pay the tax sooner than later to recoup the tax costs over time via growth for those tax-free withdrawals later. All sounds good. But when I retired this year at 55, I discovered something about doing this conversion that would put me at risk. Where I live, 401ks are not considered in financial judgments or to creditors. And for that reason, I thought it best to leave my seven figures as is due to non-401ks that are fair game to creditors or available in a settlement. Am I wrong in my assessment? Just want your opinion. By the way, I live in Georgia. Thank you and have a great weekend, Brian. Okay, Brian, let's call this the OJ Simpson issue. Okay, what do I mean by that? Remember when OJ Simpson had a civil judgment against him? He sued for tons of money. But guess what? What is protected? His NFL pension and his NFL 401k. Because as you say, those assets are protected against litigation. Now that said, Brian, I don't think you're going to be murdering anybody. And unless you're in some sort of strange situation where you are breaking the law and doing something really weird and nefarious, what I would do is I wouldn't care about this. I would still start to convert your money over time. And it also sounds like you're not going to do it all at once anyway with that seven figures outstanding and pay some tax. And you're right. If you do something really bad, your IRA will be subject to litigation and certainly available for a settlement. So do me a favor. Don't do anything bad. This is from Susan. Hi, Jill and Mark. Um, I spoke with you back in November 2017. Now I have another question. My fiance recently quit his job and he is pursuing his dream in music and sound design. Originally, he was going to find a more flexible job where he would have more time and energy to build his side hustle, but the pandemic has changed that plan. So his side hustle is now his full-time gig. Previously, he had a 401k through his company. Now that he's working for himself, what retirement account should we look into? We plan to get married in November, maybe sooner. We were supposed to get married in March. The state shut down six days before our wedding. Ay, ay, ay. I'm guessing my salary will factor into our options. He's 40. I'm 38. 
I make about $130,000 a year. He was making $65,000 until he quit at the end of February. That's some timing, Susan. I have a 401k through my company. I max out contributions. I split between the traditional and the Roth. I was getting a match of 50% up to 6% of my salary. That's been paused through the end of the year. We have an emergency fund. We build up extra in it in anticipation of the job switch. He has student loans at under 2%. Mine are paid off. I have the mortgage in my name for the house we bought a little over two years ago. No other debt. Where should we look now for his retirement? Well, he's not going to make a lot of money. So let's start with that. So first things first, he had a 401k. So now he can just roll that into an IRA rollover. Simple. Next up, he could consider lots of different retirement accounts. I think the easiest thing to do is right now, uh, when he finally gets this business up and running, just do a Roth. And then after that, there's a series of other plans that he could consider. Mark, didn't I write something about um, retirement plans for small businesses that we can send to our friend here? Yeah. Okay. Mark's going to find it and we'll send it to you. But but I I doubt he's going to be able to do a lot in this first year. And I wouldn't overcommit to the retirement right now anyway. Let's get that cash flow moving and make sure that he's, you know, paying down all the, the debts and making sure that your combined cash flow is steady. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com wonder. Okie dokie. Penny writes, my husband and I continue to love the podcast. We listen to it every day. We're looking for your advice on helping my parents provide a financial safety net. Uh, Okay. These are always tough ones. My 65-year-old dad is losing the battle with cancer. He only has a few weeks left with us. Oh my gosh. When he leaves this earth, we're worried that there will be a short-term cash crunch that could lead to my mom making a costly quick decision about selling her car, putting a reverse mortgage on the house, or cashing out a life insurance policy early before my dad passes away to make short-term ends meet. Hmm. We've set aside some money that we're happy to use to help. We told her she could draw on an old co-owned checking account if she had any short-term needs that come up. She was blown away to see that it had $500 in it, but we were planning to put thousands aside for this. We're coming from different perspectives. My parents and siblings all live paycheck to paycheck. My husband and I are in high-paying jobs with a 40% savings rate, but we're very quiet about it. How should we talk about helping in a bigger way without coming off as better than them and without setting up an expectation of being a blank check for the whole family? Penny. Whatever short-term cash crunch there is, I think that it is important to uh, like basically know that now and maybe set something up. So what I think you can do is sit down with your mom and your dad. I don't know if he's able to have these conversations and say exactly what you've just said to me. And that is, 
We're worried that right now, as you are going through all the stress of this illness, that you're also feeling stress about financial stuff. And we amazingly have this opportunity to be able to relieve you of that financial stress. It's the least that we can do. So here's what we're suggesting. Let's get together, the the four of us, you and your husband, your parents, we want to sit down and talk about it. And we want you to lay out what's going on in your financial life so we can help you prioritize which bills need to get paid and how they're going to get paid. And that's it. Start there. Let's get the information. And then we can make a decision about what things that you could do to help them out. The one thing I will say is that you don't have to be a blank check for the whole family. This is really between you and your parents. The siblings are not involved. You're going to do this no expectation of getting repaid or having the estate true up anything. You're just going to do this because you're good people. And as a result, I think that you have to go into this with that with that theory, which is we're doing this because we want to relieve you of stress. We cannot relieve you of the stress you're feeling about your health. We cannot relieve dad's illness, but this is the one thing we can do. We don't want to talk about it with our siblings. We're just going to do it. And you're not saying that you're better than them. You know, I'm not sure like who your mom is and what this is all about, but you know, you don't have to say, we're not going to have a blank check. You can just say, we want to help you through this period. And then we see where we go from there. Uh, All right. Yvonne writes, I love your show. I start my day listening to it every day. I have a question about the fund my husband has in his IRA. It's called the FS. Frank Stanley, Energy and Power Fund. It lost about 60% this year, hasn't been doing anything recently. He asked his advisor, the advisor told him not to worry about it. Do you know anything about this fund? Well, I'm about to learn something because I'm going to look it up. How about that? Okay. This is amazing. So here's the problem. This is crazy. So this looks to me like there is a class action suit going after this fund. It's a publicly registered, non-traded fund. It looks like it's had, you know, high degree of risk. And I'll tell you what, I don't know who your advisor is, but this is completely baloney as an answer. So there is a problem. My fear is that this person is not an advisor. This person is a salesperson. It's never a good answer for an advisor or a salesperson to say, don't worry about it. It's obviously something to worry about. So the number one thing that I can say is you probably need a new advisor. All right. Now that is it. That is the show. This weekend, we have so much fun ahead because we have a two-part interview with my friend and friend of the pod, Mike Quincy of Consumer Reports. And he is going to tell us how buying a car amid a pandemic could actually have lasting and really positive changes on the automotive industry. He's also going to walk us through how to actually negotiate a deal on a car. I love this. I'm a terrible car person. I hate cars. I have one. I wish I didn't. That said, if you need to buy a car or lease a car, listen this weekend. And if you have another financial question, don't hesitate to contact us. Our email address is askjill at jillonmoney.com. Ask Jill at jillonmoney.com. 
gmail.com. Don't forget to continue washing your hands, wear your masks, maintain your social distancing. Don't forget also, our music is composed by Joel Goodman. Mark Talercio is our executive producer, and we are distributed by Cadence 13. We'll talk to you this weekend. Homes.com knows that when it comes to home shopping, it's never just about the house or condo. It's about the home. And what makes a home is more than just the house or property. It's the location and neighborhood. If you have kids, it's also schools, nearby parks, and transportation options. That's why Homes.com goes above and beyond to bring home shoppers the in-depth information they need to find the right home. And when I say in-depth, I'm talking deep. Each listing features comprehensive information about the neighborhood, complete with a video guide. They also have details about local schools with test scores, state rankings, and student-to-teacher ratio. They even have an agent directory with the sales history of each agent. So when it comes to finding a home, not just a house, this is everything you need to know all in one place. Homes.com. We've done your homework.